All right, so Courtney, mm-hmm. let me tell you about what the little girls told me. The little girls? How old are they? Like, you know, the TikTok girls' ages. I be TikTok. <laughs> okay, yes, you do be TikTok, but the little TikTokers. Okay, okay. What they say? Girl, they said. They can tell when you older or if you a 90s baby, if you got a side part. Courtney, why I got a side part? Why I got a side part? It's cute on me. Uh-uh. So you mean we really out here aging ourselves? Yep, I'm finna go switch back to a middle part. I might go to no part. Just lace front. Lace front. Oh, that's, like that's how you know they young, right? <laughs> <gasps> I'm not finna have no lacing on my forehead like they Girl, be doing. I can't. First of all, I can't do it. I think it looks weird. <clears throat> that just sometimes it be looking like little alien skin to me. Cause okay, so on pictures you really can't see the lace, but in public can you see the lace? Like in person? Yeah, you can see the lace. So it ain't no I wet be, lace. So when folks be like wet lace, it be lace. It be lace. You can, like be no lace. matter. Cause you can see. What it. if uh? You can see that fish neck. What if Tay do it? Arrogant, who is arrogant? Tay, you can see R and M friend who be doing here. Now, don't get me wrong, HD lace is really good, okay. but you can still tell. Mm-mm. No, I'm gonna keep my little leave out, baby. Like, I really feel like 1990, 2000 with the leave out, but I'm gonna keep my leave out and my side part. Like, mm-mm. my next hairstyle gonna be the uh, Farrah Faulkner, the little faucet, the little. Fawcett. <laughs> Not Fawcett. <laughs> Not Fawcett. <laughs> the little flip. Good. That stuff's so pretty. I might do that with it my real pretty. hair. Show the hoes. Mm-hmm. I got some Truly. hair. Period. <clears throat> shake, shake, bitch. I heard that. I know that's right. But, uh-uh. I'm grown. Forget all. <laughs> I'm grown. Like, oh my God. So, girl, I think it's a perfect time to just say, I'm so happy that um, Derek Chauvin was found guilty on three accounts like that is amazing that's amazing however you know a girl was killed like shot literally an hour after so yeah it's just so heartbreaking for us to have to re-traumatize ourselves with the same things that we have been traumatized by for centuries on end Mm -hmm. you know um my heart goes out to those families some of the things that people have been saying have been (laughs) A little intriguing mm-hmm. to me is their perspectives but of course like everybody's entitled to their own opinion i just don't like people saying stuff like well i'm glad he died and he didn't die in vain yes or <laughs> um him dying was a sacrifice like what nancy pelosi what? said that crap um yeah i don't really like people's opinions and to be honest i just i've been scrolling past and i kind of regret even really posting like putting it on my social media because it it just mm-hmm. it just put something very heavy over me after like, you know, I would go back and look at my stories and then I'm seeing guilty and it's, you know, great. But then I'm seeing like this girl and well, Micaiah, let's say her yeah. name. But, um, you know, I hate to post it. I hate to look at it. I don't like the trauma. Like, I don't like to traumatize myself like that. I don't either. Um, I do like the publicity that all of it's getting in. Of course, the awareness is not something that anyone is not aware of, but the publicizing of it is, you know, what is needed, especially. I agree. I just, 
I I want to say I'm sure that any other of Black or African American people are tired. They're tired. Yeah. Of Kayla having to deal with this own. Kayla, what would you do if it if what it were I you? I would. They got shot. Mm-hmm. Or in that type of predicament that that's about to happen. Um. Thank God I've never been in those type of situations. I have been pulled over by cops and I've gotten the better treatment. Me too. Per, per se, but um, I honestly don't know what I would do. Um, because um, I'm a fight or this whole flight or flight thing. I'm more of a flight person. I like to run from stuff. I don't think that would be the best thing to do, but... Yeah. My instincts are to run. My instincts are to run, too. Um, What I normally do, and I guess this is just um, for anybody, if you're ever getting pulled over in general, I call my mom or somebody immediately on FaceTime. Um, My phone is always on and my hands, of course, are on. It's just that's crazy that that's the stuff we have to do. I can't believe actually I can't believe I even asked you that question. What would you do? Because that was a pretty heavy question like to sit there it was and to anybody who has ever been in a situation like that like my prayers goes out to you and anybody who's ever experienced the death of it my condolences to their families and and all it's just a lot to handle especially with any other everyday living thing that's always heavy I don't think any of us know what it's like to not walk around with that burden not if you're black no so, no, um, you know, you know, when this stuff first started, people would think, oh, I'm a doctor. or I'm a lawyer. That'll never happen to me. But no, it can still happen to you. And I mean, I don't even like to admit this, but when I am getting pulled over, I use <laughs> that's not my race card. I use my career card quick, like because otherwise, normally I look like a little hood rat girl in my car, you know. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. So, for me, it's always me using, I I pull my woman card. Okay. I never pull the career card. I always pull the woman card. It's always something like, and it may sound crazy and disgusting, but it's always, oh, I had to pee or my period's on. I don't want to mess up my seat. I always pull the woman card or I'm traveling alone. I'm just trying to get to my destination safely. I use that. Um, Cause I was pulled over like on this whole road. It was very dark in like New York, and um, I was speeding, of course. Um, and I used, which I really was. I was. T- this is a twenty-one hour drive. I'm really, really tired. It's late. Um, I didn't know I was mm-hmm. speeding, type of thing, you know. So, I mean, and, and normally that works, but on those very terrible and sad occasions, it just doesn't. It just really doesn't. You know, we are supposed to be able to call the police for help and. That's not the best thing to do if you're black. That's what it seems like. And I don't really like that. I'm going to stay strapped up. There was this. There was this scenario. Well, this incident that we were all at one of my friend's house. It was a bunch of black college kids on the balcony just chilling in the police Mm robot. And my ass got up, went in the house and he... (laughs) And, like, everybody was laughing at me, and I'm just like, I don't want to be the person that they find, you know? And that's just, you know, the fear. Like I said, I'm a runner. I'm gone. You ain't going to see me. You're a runner. You're a track star. Girl, that's not (laughs) funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) They didn't say that song mean you a hoe. I had to really, like, 
have a conversation with somebody. I don't, I listen to that song and I like the song, but I don't think he's saying she's a hoe. I think she he's just saying that she just doesn't like love or something like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People make. I, ne- I, know. I never really listened to the lyrics to interpret besides. She's a runner. She's a runner. She gonna run away when it get hard. That don't sound like she a hoe. It just sounds like she just ain't finna deal with your shit. It sounds like she not really committed. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Girl, we've been talking about so much stuff. um, We really have. Stuff that should definitely have been on the podcast. But I don't know where it is. (laughs) 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 That was a very heavy topic. So let's do something a little lighter. Um, so yeah, we did get heavy. We both listened to Joe Button's podcast with Kevin Samuels. Um, go. You want me to go? Uh, okay, I'm gonna go. So, women hate Kevin Samuels, and I understand why. Do you not see any truth to anything he's saying? So a philosopher once said, everyone's truth is defined by themselves. So what may be very true to him to himself may not be true to me. And there are other people who see the same same truth. No, um, some of the things he said are things that need to be said so other people can see different perspectives. But a lot of the stuff it just BS smoke in the mirror. Like for me. But, he literally said women as they age, their value declines, and as men age, their value increases. And I guess that's because men accrue more money um assets and women just get ugly as they age that was his point of view and motherfucker i mean i don't know about any other woman's experience but it seems to me like older men are really more desperate mm-hmm. period um they're single probably and with childs children yeah like yeah and they're unmarried What's the male version of C now? What's that? So C now is on the phone. Um, I don't know. Ornery. There it goes. Um, a lot of older men are very ornery and stuck in their ways. From my own encounterment. But um I don't I don't see the value so much, but maybe because I'm a young woman. Um maybe older women see the value, but I I think it's a handoff. Um, So there's a guy I'm dating and he likes this thing that Kevin Samuel said. We didn't have the conversation, but I saw he posted on his Instagram story and it was essentially saying this high value men bullshit, first of all. Um, But he was just saying it's not often that you find a man with X, Y, Z, 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 X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D, E under the age of 30 or under the age of 35 or under the age of 40. Well, it's not my fault. It takes me a lot longer to mature. <sighs> to get shit. To get to the bag. That ain't that really ain't. It's not my because fault. Because women doing it. Women yeah. have always done it. So so there's the thing of something that he did mention and say was um, that women really aren't getting to the bag. Women really aren't excelling in life. It's just a facade. Women are... <laughs> Just putting on, and he doesn't believe in this whole women empowerment movement. He doesn't even and think that, that there are more women in college. I mean, maybe I should just open my computer up and look at the statistics, but there are more women like who graduate, black women than black men. Pretty sure, definitely. 
But also, I've noticed like a lot of his viewpoints come from Christianity. You think so? And if you are, yeah, I, I mm. can tell because he referenced the Bible a lot. He, does. he references. He does. Abraham and them, Job. But uh, them niggas was hoes. <laughs> they were hoes. Like not Job. <laughs> um. So I just sent you this post. Um. What you call a damn woman? What you call a woman? A bird. <laughs> I did call her a bird. So women don't shut up and be nice anymore. That's what essentially men think. Women aren't nice anymore. And to me, I feel like women giving out more pussy than they ever have. So I think that's, that's really nice. Because nice. back in the day, they really weren't. Like, that's that's not very becoming to have sex, like, with someone other than your no, partner. No, it wasn't. And then a lot of cases, it depends on the decade you want to reach back to. But most of those women were just given to somebody by their right. parents because of financial right. growth. And things are different now. Women can accrue their own financial status. They can take care of themselves without the access to a man. But something that a lot of men point out, as well as Kevin Samuels, is that you're going to need a man for something. Like, we weren't designed (sighs) to just live alone. But I just, I mean, what what exactly? To have children. I'm not saying I don't need a man. But you don't necessarily... At this in 2021, you don't need well, a man. You need sperm. You don't need a you man. Don't need man. You don't need, you need, you need sperm, sperm. You don't need a man. Girl, I didn't saw some research as to where that they can go into your bones and get some type of DNA and get you pregnant with it. You don't absolutely. Need I can't a wait man. to do that. And I was like, I can't wait Whoa. to do that. Get pregnant by myself. I was like, they they going too far into science. <laughs> yeah, that, for me, that's that's a lot. That's damn near like creating humans. But nonetheless, um, mm-hmm. I can't wait to do that. Um, but with no, and it is true. Women don't shut up and they aren't nice anymore because nice for what, what do we have to be nice for? And especially if men are, most men are a lot of times men are disrespectful, condescending, um, narcissistic, and they think that they're just superior over, um, the opposite sex as if we need them. Well, that's how it's been for a long time. And that's kind of the indoctrinate thing of society. Majority of all paperwork, the Bible even referenced every individual as a man. And even the, it's always me and this man that, and I don't, I don't necessarily get it. It's supposedly a male dominant world. And I don't know who, well, of course, mm-hmm. I know who men did it. But um, I feel like a man is nothing without a woman, but a woman can be mm-hmm. in anything and everything without a man. So at what point do you shut up and follow? I don't. I will when I find a man that can lead. Mm, so I have a a different perspective of that. Um, and it's taken a while to develop it to how true I believe it, but now I'm kind of fully into it. I just don't believe in to one person leading another person when it comes to relationships. Okay. I feel like two people can come together and do something. But why does one need to lead the other? You know, it's a teamwork thing. It's not a subordinate and superior. I agree. I agree. Like my my family, I don't know about anybody else's family, are holy Christians and they're always, well, you need a man to lead you. The Bible say you got to follow mm. your man who follow mm-hmm. God. And I'm just like, well, what if he don't follow mm. God the way I follow God? What if he follow God half ass and I follow fully? Then what, what's well, going to happen? Leader. She going to lead me to hell. hell. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. He going to lead my ass straight, straight to, to hell. hell. I come in this thing 
as a spiritual individual. And he like, well, I don't even really pray too much. Well, what are we going to do? do? I don't want to talk about religion, but yeah, I follow. I follow when I feel like I need to. I follow where I lack because I do lack. And I, I especially love to follow when I'm in a place of lack. Um, I like I like more mature, I guess is the better word. A more experienced is probably the better word because I like to learn. I like to learn new things. I like to learn how to mm-hmm. do new things. Um, I listen. I'm not going to say I'm going to do what you tell me to do, but just as I would go to you for, hey, Kayla, how do you feel about me doing this? How do you feel about me doing that? I listen to you. Yeah. I'll listen. And I and I probably will respect that opinion of, you know, like someone, um, um a significant other or something like that. Um, but speaking of following and leading, um, and this is a topic that I just remembered that it was supposed to be cute for the podcast, um, willing to move for your significant other. I think I replied to that to you. Um, I'm definitely willing mm-hmm. to move, especially if it's a better opportunity mm-hmm. for me. And I see collaboratively that it's going to be beneficial Mm -hmm. for us. However, I'm not going to pick up and move if there's no stability where I'm going. Uh, We ain't talked about a long-term thing. I don't want to uproot my life on a what if. if. Um, I kind of need some some certainty. And even honestly, just to play devil's advocate with that. Say you're dating someone you really haven't talked about long-term. However, it's been like a year. And you like them. You want to be closer to them. And you don't mind moving to a new city. Oh, and then that job is great. I would do that too. Now, I ain't moving to his house, but I will move, you know, nearby. Especially if I visit that city a lot. Like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind living here. This is a very, very, very cool city. Um, I think that's like an exception. Like, say, for example, if you don't know you're going to get married to this person, that's a really good exception. If you're interested in doing something, and you can also like continue to grow that relationship also it shouldn't be only on the woman to relocate right it should not i'm a whole advocate for um me and moving to where i'm period you're gonna have to with my little career (laughs) oh we're gonna be long distance baby (laughs) because especially like with those careers that you can find that that job anywhere but for some places like it's more populated and more, you know. I agree. In certain areas, I'm not gonna move to Tupelo, Mississippi, to be closer to somebody. No, that's no. <laughs> A girl said, "If it's safe, cause some niggas be living in the hood," and I was like, "You're right. Like, that is you're true. Right. You're right. <laughs> you're right." Um. Oh, and another another woman said, "If I had children, I'm not." That's a lot to uproot. That's a lot, and depending on where they are in school, it's a hell no for me. Like if they're young, but then that's weird. If they're young, where 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 they did it? Like I don't know. I just really I really feel like I wouldn't be in never say never, but I feel like I wouldn't be in certain situations where I would have to um uh, do something stupid. I remember when <laughs> <laughs> when I lost my mind. <laughs> I was thinking of those. Those are like, oh my goodness. Did you read what like, the women were saying? Courtney. This one girl said she bought this man a car yeah. while she took the bus. And I'm just like, mm. you can't ride with him? And I'm sure after he got that big purchase out of her that he like got out of. He used her probably. That's one thing. I, I don't think. I ain't grown enough personally to be finessed their heart yeah and like <laughs> come back from it 
<laughs> I don't know if I can come back for me. That would kill me. Would, that would be traumatizing for me. I would have to see a therapist for a whole year to come back from me. That would be very, very traumatizing for me. Like, okay. I think we can all say, like, we've been done bad. But mm-hmm. some stuff... Well, look, I ain't going to say what shit. Ooh, Jesus. Yeah. Then there was another one where this girl was like, this dude made her and all the other girls oh line up and give speeches. Speeches as to why they should be with him. And when she won, she took him out to eat and was like, thank you. And bought him gifts. What type of shit is this, Kayla? A flavor flay. Favorite flavor of love. Chat the bachelor chat. Like, what type of niggas did one I want to? One with a peak confidence. Baby. Mm. me how long should i wait before i give it up and i replied i want to know what you see okay so i never read steve harvey's book um but i understand the 90 day rule and i understand the reason for the 90 day rule um me personally (laughs) i'm going to have sex when courtney wants to have sex however that's all that matters However, um, there are a couple of things that I know and that I'm always aware of. One, sex does not get you a man. Two, you do not know this person that well. So what you see now may not be what you see after you have sex with him. Um, Exactly. And pretty much those are the important things to know. Like if you can keep your head straight with that. Um, and I, I guess I always tell my friend, why do you, you know, why do you want to have sex with him? Is it because you think he's fine? And he treats you nice right now? Then sure, mm-hmm. go for it. But have no expectations af- afterwards, like, or else, like, you may get hurt. There's a huge chance that you may get hurt. Um, is there any benefit of waiting? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of benefit of just waiting because that shit probably not going to even work out in like a month. I mean, so. I have friends who ask me the same question. How long should I wait before I give it up? Or is this too soon or whatever? And I think that's always on the back of every woman's mind, regardless of how pussy positive she is. But I always just say, look, it's yours and you can do whatever you want to with it. If you decide that you're ready, go for it. But go into it with a clear mind of what you're getting yourself into. Me personally, I'm the type of person who prefers to get to know the person I'm going to lay down with before, you know, getting mm-hmm. getting that heavy. Especially being that not only can that person change, I, I can, can change, change afterward. I can like, change. I have to hold myself accountable. Sometimes I can change. Whether it's a good experience or a bad experience, I can shift. I know I It do. may be negative and it may be positive. I can either get crazy or I can get, um, I don't like him, like I'll ghost. <laughs> so essentially like a nigga, really. Um, but I'm aware that that will happen. One or two things will happen. So I think, I think, I think women need to know themselves very, very well and just really, really be safe. Yeah, definitely. Like the most important part is just safety. And as long as it's, I'm so big on getting respect from, from me. I agree. 
as long as he respects I you agree. in every way, then, you know. I agree. Go for what you know, baby. Like I said, it's your pussy. It's you can do pussy. whatever you want to do with it. I got mine. You got yours. And I'm not the pussy patrol. Like, I'm just not. Um, not at all. I'll give you my advice on a situation. Like, well, you can, but this is what it sounds like so far. And if you're cool with it, then sure. Sure. It's been moments of, okay, I just want to have fun. What well, about have fun? Have fun. You're young. Why the yeah. hell not? Oh, this is perfect because this is good because this is something my mom always talks about. You buy flowers on the first date. She don't expect flowers on the second date. When she don't get them, she gonna tweet some bullshit like, don't introduce me to a vibe you can't maintain. Or niggas go mad hard to get you in the beginning and stop. Or it's the inconsistency for me. Yeah. Yeah, she gonna tweet that. <laughs> like, even from the other perspective of things, like if I'm washing the man's clothes mm-hmm. cooking. and cooking and cleaning for him and then I do all this to get his attention and all of a sudden I don't I just stop it ends you're gonna be looking what crazy what happened to the woman that was doing all of this you don't do none of this no more you don't yeah cause I introduced you to a vibe I couldn't maintain so and that's like me just learning as I go along like I'm just gonna do what I normally do and be myself, and be myself. along through the process and stop being so extravagant not saying i wouldn't get my all or nothing but you know um yeah i try to i try to literally be myself i don't i really don't go above and beyond i do what courtney would normally do even if i am your girlfriend um yeah i think with that whole flowers thing i've i've been in situations where my family or my mom has told me oh that shit gonna stop after two years i agree and i disagree it just really depends on the guy. You really. It really some, depends on the guy. Some men ain't got that in them. And they really are doing it just to court you, just to get you, which which is actually admirable. And that's that's a good thing, too. But, um, yeah, I, I'm not surprised. Don't be surprised if she asks where the cash at when that's what you've been giving her from the beginning. Like, right. Mm-mm. So I had this. 54-year-old friend, don't judge me. You just make friends with people. Right. But anyway, she was saying her and her husband started dating when they were young. And he used to buy her tennis bracelets and diamond earrings. And she asked him boldly, like, do you plan on doing this 15 years from now? He was like, why would I buy it again if you already got it? And she was like, do you continue? Do you plan on continuing to buy me gifts like this? And he was like, but I'm buying it now. And she was like, yeah, you don't plan on doing this forever, so don't do it at all. Mm. And from that point on, like, she doesn't expect gifts on Christmas. She doesn't expect gifts for her birthday, Valentine's Day. She doesn't expect anything special or of high value like that because she know it wouldn't continue when they first started dating. I think it's so important just don't have expectations. Kind of disagree. Okay, I feel like expectations always lead to disappointments. Like if I sit here, oh, I expect this guy to open the door for me, easy. And as soon as he don't, I'm fucking disappointed. I mean, I'm not saying don't have standards. My standard is I want the guy to open the door for me. But if I expect that, I'm gonna be fucking pissed off when this shit don't happen. For real? Yeah. <laughs> Girl. Maybe I'm just extra and dramatic as fuck. But if I walk up to somewhere and I feel like I, he ain't going to open the door, I just turn around and go back to my car. Oh, my gosh. I just stand there. 
Like, so if we're walking, I just stand there. I just there. stand there. I stand there with my freaking hands folded because I'm, I'm going to make you do this. But I, but I really want to see, are you going to be the at, 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 don't touch the door type guy? Or are you going to be behind me? Oh, dang. You want me to open it? <laughs> like, That's what they do, Courtney. That's really what they do. <laughs> oh, you, you spoil. Oh. You want me to open the door for you? Mm-hmm. Yep, spoiled. Let's call it that. If that's what you want to call it with your nun chivalrous ass, like that's really what that's called. Like I just really be it's just a certain, I guess, standard of what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. And it ain't got nothing to do with my daddy or mm-hmm. men in my life. It's just it's what I want. It's what I want. Uh I'ma get what I want. Period. And that's on what Mary had a little lamb. But y'all, we are so rude. Because, um, welcome to the blue couch. Listen. Oh, yes. Yes. Welcome to the blue couch. Um. With Kay in court. With Kay in court. We're so rude. We just been talking. Running our mouth. But today's conversation is a little controversy, a little of basic stuff that we always talk about. And we just gonna keep going. Mm -hmm. We've been hearing that y'all like to see us disagree on topics and I think when we when we first started the podcast okay so no let's let's really just be transparent Kayla and I disagree on mm, 80% of the things that we actually talk about no I'll say 60 or 70 somewhere between there but a lot but we learned (laughs) we learned early as you should in all relationships um how far to go on that disagreement and how to agree to disagree. So I think when we first started potting together, we really just ain't ruffle no, you know, feathers just to, for the sake of the friendship. But we're going to get back into it, sis, because we don't be seeing out of we, we really are different people. And I'm just I'm actually so appreciative of the friendship because we really are different people. We are. And it's always we always neutralize our arguments and it don't ever just be arguments even though you know in the past it, it would get heated and like, i don't want to talk to you no more bye mm-hmm. and it'll I go like a month a couple of months we're so catty like and we actually are not catty we're not catty women at all we don't even really surround ourselves with catty women or women in general because we don't like drama but no we're more, more vocal now. Yeah. Like, if we're offended by what either one of us says to each other, we actually talk it out. And say, hey, this made me feel some type of way. Like, dang, I didn't even realize I was saying it in that way. Let me, you know. Yeah. Like, growth. Growth. <laughs> Inserts. Meme. Meme. Um, I got on the timeline and I asked, do you have to go to therapy? Like, do you really have to go? Yes, yeah, motherfuckers need to go to no. therapy and stop calling me about y'all problem. <laughs> Um, I am not anti-therapy, by the way. I've done therapy, whatever, whatever. But I don't think... You know, I'm finna... I don't think... You don't, I'm finna disagree with everything. I don't think you need that shit to get over your problems in life. Like, bro, go write that shit in a journal. Go self-reflect. Figure out what... Therapy technique. Therapy technique. And so are you trying to say that people don't have those techniques... I'm not saying that people don't have those techniques, but if therapists wasn't putting their information out for people, how would people know? Y'all get a lot of free therapy 
on your social media pages and y'all get a lot of ideas from your therapy pages. Whether you decide to go sit into a chair or not is up to you. But you get a lot of access to, especially during COVID and social media boom, of a lot of stuff that's not accessible to people that don't go. I've literally learned all of my healthy coping mechanisms from counselors or therapists or, you know, and yeah. So now you got to refute what you just said. I had to refute, but I'm not, I don't want to go sit in a chair anymore. Like it's so stupid. I come in every day. What the fuck do I talk about? Like that's a, that's another thing that a lot of people have issues with. A lot of therapists don't like to do talk therapy. They do not like to sit there and listen to you vent. That's not what they're there for. They're there to help you get to a goal. Um, Talk therapy. That's why people charge a lot. Because don't nobody really want to sit there and listen to your problems. I'm going to be honest. Mm. Um, You can do that with your friends. You can have a powwow or have somebody listen to you with your your friends. But when you are going through something detrimental Mm -hmm. or you've been traumatized and you really need the help, definitely go. Yeah. Or if you find yourself in a de- uh, depressive state that you just can't seem to get out and you need coping mechanisms, you go to those people for that. But just because you're going through this, that, and the third and you just need somebody to talk to, that's not what you go to therapy for. Something that you might want to see a therapist for is childhood trauma. Yeah. If there's a lot of things deep in that you can't figure out how to get through, definitely go. But you and your homegirl fill out over eyelashes that's not something you need to go to therapy I see for. I see um just to get personal I did go to therapy guys I had very 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 bad PTSD from some childhood things um I lived in a pretty dangerous neighborhood and there would be break-ins into my house things stolen blah 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 and when I um lived on my own for the first time I realized I was having nightmares every single night for like months straight Waking up in cold sweats, and that is literally the definition of PTSD. Um, those are some of the signs, and I couldn't shake it. I didn't know. I knew where it was stemming from, but I just, I just, I don't know. Like, first it was scary because Kayla, the dreams were so bad. Where I wake up right before me and my family's about to be raped by somebody who broke into my house. Like that is so traumatic, and I have to go back to sleep. Like. Oh, my God, that has never happened. But that's just I guess that's my fear. And I don't like being alone. I don't I really don't Mm -hmm. care to live alone either. I think it was very great of you to share that with us on the podcast, because that's something that's very touchy for you. And it also shows strength in your vulnerability. Listening to me sound like a therapist. But (laughs) anyway, thank you for sharing that with us for real, for real. But um, it's not to to stray away from what you're saying but it's stuff like that that people really need to seek therapy for whether it's abuse in your childhood or how your parents talk to you or beatings or anything really like the whole academia and the perfectionism that a Mm. lot of people have have yeah and yeah a lot of stuff that i really want people to go to therapy for is this whole clout thing I really want people to go to therapy for cloud chasing. And it's like crazy. But social media has affected people's brains to the point where they feel like everything that they do has to be publicized. And when they publicize it, it has to be perfect. They never show 
Just them true selves. And of course, you know, people say all the time, nobody's going to post their L's. But when people post their L's and are transparent, people talk about them badly. Yep, badly. Badly. They call them crazy. They call call them stupid. And I can't believe she did this dumb stuff. And I just be like, this is the reason why people post what they post. They post perfection. They post perfection. And then something common that I see with women is body type. Mm-hmm. Marital status, Girl, financial. Yes. It's a whole thing about people saying two hundred pounds is fat. Like that's I just I just don't read into it. And y'all, I'm slim. I'm very little. But what the fuck are y'all talking about on here? Like, what are y'all doing? What are y'all well, doing? Really, what they're doing is demeaning people and body shaming people <laughs> about their body size. I've been two hundred pounds before. So I know what other women feel like is being 200 pounds. Most people don't want to be 200 pounds. And that's just a mental thing. But something I have to also say is that people need to be happy with who they are and what their body type is. Mm, If you're not a naturally slim, if you are not a naturally slim person, be okay with it. Be okay with it. That's just Um, not your body size. You know what I'm finna get to? Nope. Surgery. Um... Plastic surgery, cosmetic surgery, changing how you look, not being happy with what you look like. So I guess my opinion, I'm a doctor. Well, I will be in um, eight days. Um, But so I'm all for surgery um, if that's what the person wants. If it's not because you have some type of body dysmorphia. If you look into the mirror and you don't like what you see. Like, you could fix and you could, like, fix it. Why not? Like. <sighs> so this is where Courtney and I differ on these opinions about surgery for cosmetic reasons. I just feel like, one, if you don't have to go under the knife, you shouldn't go under the knife. If it's not a life or death type of thing, then don't do it. But also, you got to work on loving yourself. And it's something I tell people all the time, like. There's only one of one when it comes to you. You have to be happy with what you have. Work with it. Love it. Despite what anybody else has. Like, I get, I know people, the whole reason why people don't like what they see is because of comparison. Because Do you really it, think so? Yeah. yeah, because if you were the only person walking on this earth, what could you not be happy about? Right. What if my nose is too big? But Who, how would you know your what? If you was the only person walking around, you compare your nose to what what mammal? But that's 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 goes into what was I saying the other day, Courtney? Like, Confidence, uh, mm-hmm. the whole like think just feeling like you're a ten no matter what. Um, you were created for your parents laid down and made you who you are. And you altering that because of your own personal beliefs, what have you. I'm all for making yourself happy. But what if that one surgery isn't enough? What if you do cut all the body fat off or you get the bigger titties? What happens when you're 35 and they start to sag and look like water balloons? And you have stretched out skin. Do you have surgery again? Yes. Of course. Yes. What if you go get your nose done and it is thin, but you get pregnant and your your nose spreads? Then what? You going to get another nose job? Yes, of course you are. Especially if you can afford it. Especially and for the men out there who want to have surgery too, because men do have bodily or cosmetic surgeries, you can get your penis enlarged. In, in, in if mm-hmm. that's something that you want to do, you can. But 
If for 25, well, out of the many years you've been having sex and it's not been a problem for the person that you've been having sex with and you just want to see how big you be in your hand, <laughs> I mean, go for it. But why not just love what you have and work with it? I agree. But I, I think I just, I just want to speak on behalf of the girls who, unfortunately, fortunately, <laughs> for somebody's pockets, but unfortunately... Compare themselves like Mm -hmm. would I get surgery? Maybe, but eh, probably not. Um, But if you want bigger titties, if you want the BBL, if you don't want to go work out, do it. Like if it if it if it's what makes you happy, the pursuit of happiness. However, you find your happiness, I think you should. I think everybody should get. Uh, counseling before they go under a knife and we agree with definitely that definitely so you definitely should but um you're right you really should love yourself you really should you you definitely should like there's Kayla, so that's many times not, that's not realistic that, it's that's not, not realistic that's the clout thing like that's just not realistic in it's, this in, in the 20th century this is the 20th century 21st 21st century but i'm sure it wasn't you know from dates on the past with women using lighter lighter foundation to make themselves look more pale or even women straightening their hair to be closer to to look into something like that like comparison i only think that women really didn't compare themselves when they were wearing no bras and skirts walking around uh making fire pit i agree because maybe they compared them yeah like i just I completely understand, trust me, as a, as a woman who sees different women and there are different things that I want to change about myself, but going under the knife is not one of them. I know I ain't got no ass and I'm okay with it. Then I never stop no show. I think on the next episode, y'all, we're going to talk about how to fall in love with your flaws. Um, oh, yes. It's something I'm still working on, but you know, I'm getting better at it, but it's something I'm still working on. It's also hard for people to fall in love with their flaws when people point out their flaws. But that's, it just, that shouldn't be happening. But it is clearly if you still body shame about 200 pounds. This sounds mm-hmm. like fucking middle school when you get bullied about acne or some shit like that. Like, well, eh. yeah, of course. People are always going to be bullies. The bullies grow up, but they don't change. <laughs> the bullies are still bullying, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I just. I say this almost every podcast. Look in the mirror and tell yourself that you're beautiful, that you love yourself. Like, speak positivity over yourself. And maybe one day you'll believe it. Yeah, I agree. I got to stop saying I'm broke. Uh, You know what I really hate? I hate when... I don't hear a lot of women say it, but I hear a lot of men complain about how they feel like they ugly. Or they look in the mirror every day and think that they ugly. And I just be like... They do be ugly to me. Oh, Lord. See, here you go being a bully. I don't be thinking be, people be ugly. I just be thinking I'm personally not attracted, not attracted to, to them. That is the I'm healthy not and mature way to say that. Um, yeah, nobody's ugly. Um, no, everyone should rate not. themselves a 10. Um, definitely so. But you do have to accept that everybody is not going to be attracted to you. Like, And stop calling Kevin Samuels asking him to have you ask yourself, are you a one to a ten? He giving Beyonce and uh, Sweetie. 
a six, six and eight modifiable or whatever that means with makeup. That's she can just be a his 10. personal preference. Stop calling Kevin Samuels all together, baby. Like, you know the answers to your questions. I'm sorry. You know the answers to your questions. And here we go giving him more clout, talking about his ass on our podcast. We, I, we, we, no we got, more. No more. It's enough for him. This is the last one. Mm-hmm. I know about going to get no more. Because he's making money off of degrading black women in debt. That is how people make money these days. And I don't like that. Mm-mm, that's not what we're here for. That's not what we do on our couch. We're not finna degrade no black woman. We're not finna degrade no black man. Even though y'all do be ugly, period. And I don't what even mean woman? by looks. <laughs> that woman said. That woman said, women don't do nothing. Black women don't do nothing but tell black men. The thing, shit, they ain't gonna never be shit. Ain't ever been shit. <laughs> that was so that funny. That was so funny. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, hmm, I should have said that last night. But that's growth. Like, because you're coming from a place of hurt. Like, if you are saying those type of things to people, and it could be true. Whatever. It could be true, but if that if you deem it true to your situation, then why are you there? Why are you bullying that person because you don't like who they are? Leave. Leave. You gotta take people for who they are face value, whether it's your mama, your daddy, your cousin, yeah. auntie, boyfriend, anybody. And believe you people see what- when they show you who they are. Maya Angelou said, when people show you who they are, come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Believe them the first the time. The first time. The first time. Well, okay. You got a positive note you want to leave the people with? Or anything, questions that you want to impose on them to give us feedback on? So my question is for any gender Identify a person, no matter who you are, size, color, race is. Who are you in your community? Who are you to the people in your community? What do you offer this world? Even if you don't know your purpose just yet. But what are you offering to make things better? My question is... Oh, go ahead. My question is, are you balanced as a person? Do you find yourself giving too much attention attention to certain things or um or not giving enough attention to certain things how do you keep balance and are you balanced um yeah so thank y'all for coming to sit on the blue couch um i think we had a really good conversation we were kind of just going off the dome bye bye y'all